Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? My name is Shugbury, and I have a ministry called Him for Her Ministries, and we help women leaving prison. We do prison mentoring. We do prison ministry. Uh, I speak around the country as well as we got a rock and radio show called Women's Hot Topics. We uh, play on podcasts everywhere. Wherever you try to find us, you'll find it, and there's a variety of topics. And I encourage you guys, send me your ideas. I'm always looking for ideas. So today... I am free to be who God made me to be. That's today's topic. You are free in Christ to be who God created you to be. And I tell you, that's going to be a lot. When you guys were singing a cappella, I was sitting over there where the band is. I started to weep. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful what you guys sounded like. And so I am free to be who God made me to be. And God knows all things. He is everywhere present. God has perfect knowledge of us and our thoughts, our actions are completely open to him. And what we say and what friends we hang out with, God sees. You know, I'm going to just add this to it. I think some of you need to be uh, cleaning out your closets to some of those friends you got in your life. You know, let's sweep them out. If they're not encouraging you in the Lord, time to go. Because you're in a position right now where you need to stand strong with people who want to support you. Amen. And so what we say, the friends we hang out with, wherever we are, we are under the loving eye and caring hand of God. And we have no idea how many mercies he's given us. I mean, we all should be dead by now, me included. And he has saved us. Why? Because he has a purpose and a plan for your life. So I want to read from scripture 139, Psalm 139. It's a long one. It was picked by a very special person here at Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge for us to share today. And as I was reading it, man, I could feel Jesus' name just jumping off the page. And this was back in the Old Testament from Psalm 139, and it was written by David. And it's so cool because he had a heart for God. And when we read this, I want you to first know, before you can discover who you are, you need to know who God is and who you are in his sight. Amen? And so we're going to be talking about identity today. What is your identity? Because people are like, well, I'm this, I'm that, you know? And no, we're talking today about what is your real identity. And so let's read this and go ahead and put it up. Let's read this. And as we do, I'm going to read it. And every time I get to the word you or your I want you guys to say that, and I'm going to be quiet, okay? I highlighted it for you so you can see it on here. Okay, so I'm going to start out. What's the first word? You. Oh, you got it. You have searched me, Lord, and you. know me. You. Know when I sit and when I rise. You. Perceive my thoughts from afar. You. Discern my going out and my lying down. 
are familiar with all my ways before a word is on my tongue. Lord, know it completely. Hem me in and behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from spirit? Where can I flee from presence? If I go up to the heavens are there. If I make my bed in the depths are there. And if I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there hand will guide me. Right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is light to you. Where can I go? My inmost being knit me together in my where mother's womb. I praise Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Works are wonderful. I know that fully well. My frame was not hidden from when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, I saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in book before one of them came to be how precious to me are thoughts God how vast is the sum of them were I to count them they would outnumber the grains of sand when I awake I am still with and that's the end of the verse no it's not no it's not if only God would slay the wicked away from me who are bloodthirsty, they speak of and with evil intent. Adversaries misuse name. I hate that, you guys. I hate it when someone uses Jesus' name in vain. And if somebody does that, I stop them and say, can I pray with you, please? Because you're saying Jesus' name. Do I not hate those who hate Lord and abhor those who are rebellion against I have nothing but hatred for them. I count my enemies. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offense way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. These are pretty convicting words right here. Search, read it with me. See the word search me? Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offense way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. Thank you for your patience with me, forgetting that there was a big verse on the end. So these are really important words in Scripture. And did you hear how many times you and your, I mean, God is seeking us out and our identity is, should not be in what the world is. 
Um, I think what's important is that, you know, in life, you need to know who you are in Christ, your identity. And in today's world, it's a big conversation, isn't it? Your identity. What's your identity? Who are you? We label ourselves, our past, I'm an addict, or what your sexual preference might be. By your job, people identify. Oh, I'm a mother. That's how someone might identify. But that's not where our identity should lie, friends. I'm going to make it perfectly clear. Our identity is not who you are. Our identity is whose you are. Uh, Did you all hear that? I should have a big old amen on that one. Your identity is whose you are. Before I get to that too far, I want to, I want to talk about who God is to you. And I know a lot of times we get wrapped up in the verses and what's going on and what's happening. But what's really important is that he seeks out after us. He knows where you are. He's here with you. And there's a story that I'm not checking my text. There's a story I'm going to. There's a story um, that I want you to listen to. And I want you to listen to it as the daughter, not as the mother. How many of you are mothers? Raise your hand again for me. You know, a good majority of you. And so I want you to listen to this as a daughter as I share this story. Longing to leave her poor Brazilian neighborhood, Christina wanted to see the world. Uh, discontent with her home, only having a wood pellet on the floor, a wash basin, and a wood-burning stove. Uh, she dreamed of a better life in the city. One morning, she slipped away, breaking her mother's heart. Has anybody ever run away before? My hand's up. Yeah. Knowing what life on the streets would be like for her young, attractive daughter, Maria hurriedly packed to go find her. On her way to the bus stop, this is the mom now, she entered a drugstore to get one last thing, pictures. She sat in the photography booth, and she closed the curtain and spent all the money she had on pictures of herself. With her purse full of black and white photos, she boarded the next bus for Rio de Janeiro. Maria knew Christina had no way of earning money, so she also knew that her daughter, Christina, was too stubborn to give up. Now tell me if this line is true. When pride meets hunger, a human will do things that were unthinkable. Knowing this, Maria began her search, her mom, bars, hotels, nightclubs, any place with a reputation for streetwalkers or prostitutes. She went to them all, and at each place she left her picture. Now, this is the mom, left her picture, taped on a bathroom mirror, tacked to the hotel bulletin board, fastened to a corner phone booth. And on the back of each photo, she wrote a note. It wasn't too long before the money and the pictures ran out, and the mom, Maria, had to go home. Can you just see her searching out in a large city for her daughter. The weary mother wept as the bus began its long journey back to her small village. It was a few weeks later that Christina, young Christina descended the hotel stairs. Her face was tired. Her brown eyes no longer danced with the youth, but spoke of pain and fear. 
Her laughter was broken, way too young to have lost her joy. Her dream had become a nightmare. A thousand times over, she had longed to trade these countless beds for her secure pallet that she left from home. Yet the little village was, in too many ways, too far away to return to. As she reached the bottom of the stairs, her eyes noticed a familiar face. She looked again, and there on the lobby mirror, on the other side of the lobby, was a small picture. And she thought maybe it was her mother. And as she walks toward the picture, she recognizes that it is her. And she removes the small photo. And written on the back was this compelling invitation. Whatever you have done, whatever you have become, it doesn't matter. Please come home. And she did. And that's what Jesus does for us. He does, it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. Please come home. And Jesus waits for us. We are that young daughter who is constantly fleeing the biggest and greatest love we can have in Jesus Christ. So I want you to know what your identity is. Your identity is a woman who Jesus loves so much that he is willing to leave the whole flock to come and find you. Thank you, Jesus. I Do I have an amen for that? Amen. Thank you. So understanding your identity in God starts with understanding who he is. We see that he loves us. What he says about himself and what he says about you. And to be able to understand your identity as a follower in Christ, you need to understand how he sees you. He sees you because you are loved, scripture tells us. You are created with a purpose, which wraps up everything we've been talking about. You were created uniquely and with intention, girls. And God lovingly designed every detail of your person. You should never criticize another person in this room. Because as you look in those eyes of someone, Jesus looks in their eyes when he, she was created. Mm, can you imagine the love involved in such an intricate design when you look in the mirror? You are no mistake. I can't tell you that enough. You are not a mistake. You are chosen and you are wanted by God. If you have heard God's voice and you have surrendered to him, you have been chosen. Now, there's something called predestination. I'm not going to go into a long story about it. But what I want you to know is Jesus wants everyone to come to him. And there's different phases and different types for everybody to say yes. Sometimes we got that cotton stuffed in our ear, like what we talked about the other day. But you are not a mistake, and you are chosen and wanted. Second Corinthians says, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, and the old is gone. The new is here. Hallelujah. I mean, boy, man, I need a beauty makeover. I don't know about you guys, you know. I mean, the fact that you confess you're born again, you're a new creation, and we're still walking the earth. We haven't even got to heaven yet. But you can have heaven on earth here when you decide to surrender to Christ. You know, my husband and I were traveling in that RV, you know, there's some pretty desolate countryside. Nevada, 
<laughs> it just looks the same all the way through South Dakota until you get to Mount Rushmore, pretty plain, straight. But you know what I love is there's times we've been in the RV and I've looked and I said, I can't even see the end of this land. It's just flat. And it goes as far as the eye can see. And you turn around the other way, you can't even see it. And in Psalm 103, he says, God does as far as the east is from the west. So far, he has removed our wrongdoings from our life, ladies. I mean, amen. Is that good news? Your worst of your worst. And tell your kids this. Your worst of your worst is forgiven in Christ when you surrender your life over to him and ask for forgiveness. But that's a step. I mean, can you imagine if you got in a big argument with your husband and you just sat down next to him and you said, okay, let's just redo this. I accept you in my heart. Well, no, you went out and you cheated on him. And you need to ask for forgiveness. You need to repair that. And I got a secret to tell you. Do you know that intimacy with Christ is when you repent? And repent is a fancy word for, you know, turn in the other direction. Confess, repent, turn from your ways. And you guys, when you start to repent and, it's, and confess, it's not an easy thing. It's not easy for me. You sit down and you start, you're starting to pray and you're like, Father, Forgive me. Oh, gosh, this is, this is no fun. Oh, and then all of a sudden you start to pray and things start to flood into your head. It's amazing the stuff that, oh, my gosh, I said that? Oh, that's right, Lord. Forgive me for that. And the stuff that starts to come into your head, he's not going to show you everything because you'd probably pass out. But what he will do is he will show you what you need to confess. And then I want you to turn from, and I know you've heard this time and time again, but you can never hear it enough because you need to teach your kids. So he wants to forgive us our sins as far as the east is from the west. He has chosen you. I know some of you don't feel worthy. I'm guilty. Oh, man, I'm embarrassed to even talk to God about what my past is. He's just waiting for you. And he is going to forgive you. I'm going to open up my Bible here. It's my preaching Bible. I got a Bible at home. It's like super thick. And I have written every note in that. It's almost like my journal. This is the time I prayed this and my daughter ran away from home. This is the time we did an intervention on her. This is the time I praised God because she's clean and sober. In, In my Bible, this is what God had spoke to me. And your Bible is your own. You got to get one. I'm sure. Do they have a Bible? Yeah. Okay. So you guys, this is, this is your, I mean, there's nothing. If there's my house is burning, I'm grabbing my Bible because it's like a journal. It's got everything in it. I've been documenting my whole life story, my husband's life story. When he came to faith, everything. I don't want you ever to leave here and not become the women God created you to be because you are not reading this book. Listen. We spend more time flipping through gossip magazines. You know, it's high time we just start to get in a Bible study. And you know what they have here? Get this. Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge has Bible studies. Go figure. Amen. Because when you open your Bible next time, what's going to happen? Do it with me. Word of God. Word of God. It is a live living word. Aha. Hallelujah. Okay, so I think that you need to understand that, that 
that we get power from God's word. The old you is going to be put out. And so tell me, don't just say everything. I want to hear specifics. What in your old you needs to go? Double-mindedness. The lies. What was that? Backstabbing. Bingo. Women are so good at that. Okay, what else? Gossip. Shame. That's a huge one. Having your own way. Envy. Lust. Gambling. What else? Unforgiveness. What else? Rejection. Get rid of the horrible men. Amen. Get rid of your addiction. Resentment. What else goes out with your old life? Self-doubt. What was over here? Yeah. Remember we talked about stupid, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I just tell it like it is. This is probably why I speak in prisons. Um, You know, we we talked about how Satan, uh, you know, a lot of us say, well, Satan made me do it. The devil made me do it. That used to be a show. I'm dating myself. But a lot of times our free will is stupid choices. You know, that we've made some mistakes and we have consequences because of it. And that's what they, when the, someone says flesh, that, that means me. I'm making a mistake. Anything else? What else? Co-dependency for women. Is that a problem? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, we've had some breakthroughs in that, this conference, haven't we, ladies? We aren't going to be co-dependent on anybody because we're going to get our fulfillment from God. Amen? Okay, so... Some things I just wrote down, cheating, deceit, lying, being a hypocrite, jealousy, mm, mm, mm. gossip, swearing. Okay, let's talk about swearing. You know, I know there's potty mouths in this room because I used to be a potty mouth, you know. I used to, every other word, if it didn't have a swear word in it, it wasn't an effective conversation. (laughs) And so... And the first thing that God did to me when I said yes to him is that he started to wash soap in my mouth, right? And it took a while, but I became really, really conscious of when I was swearing, cursing, talking bad about somebody, gossiping. It's, it's a process, again, called sanctification. But ladies, it's got to start somewhere. So if you say, yes, Jesus, I love you so much, and you walk away, and that effing show went on way too long. You know, something like that. Ladies, this is not, that's not a God. Because you know why? You are now an ambassador for God. You're like a superhero. I'm I'm looking for your child. Superhero. Everybody loves a superhero. Uh, Superheroes. Well, mine is Jesus. I mean, he's my superhero. I don't even know what to do with that. I get so excited. So now you are free women. And you can't leave this weekend and go, I don't think I learned anything at the conference. Because you have learned how to thrive, you've learned how to dream and have hope, and you have learned how to be all that God created you to be, right? Because now we're free from the clutches of Satan, because if you've surrendered to God, you're free from the clutches of Satan. And he gives us power to be all that we can be. God does, man, so exciting. Hey ladies, this is Shugbury and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. 
We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies. And each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony, how they received Christ in their life. This is Suge Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.